0: Hello everyone, this is Urvashi Chahan. Welcome to Courts Today by Live Law. We bring to you the latest and in-depth legal coverage. Here is a brief of what all happened in the Indian courts today. A petition has been filed in the Supreme Court challenging the internet ban imposed in Manipur since May 3rd in response to reported incidents of violence. The petitioners state that the shutdown has had a significant economic humanitarian, social, and psychological impact on them and their families. They have been unable to send their children to school, access funds from banks, receive payments from clients, or communicate via email or WhatsApp. The petitioners argue that the shutdown is disproportionate interference with their constitutional rights to freedom of speech and expression. The petitioners thus seek direction to the respondent to restore internet access in the state. As you already know that violence broke out in Manipur in the first week of May following a high court direction to consider granting scheduled tribe status to the Metei community of Manipur. Also, another petition is pending in the Supreme Court seeking independent probe into the clashes between different communities in the state. Earlier this week, Union Home Minister had announced that the matter will be investigated by a three-member panel headed by former Guwahati High Court Chief Justice Ajay Lamba. Stay tuned for more updates. The Supreme Court has granted three weeks of interim bail to former Encounter Specialist Pradeep Sharma and accused in the Antillia terror scare and Manchuk Hiran murder case. As you already know, in February 2021, a Scorpio car containing explosive substance was found along with a threat letter near Antilia, the residence of Mokesh Ambani. Ten days later, businessman Mansuk Hiran's body was discovered from the Thane Creek. He was the owner of the Scorpio and had reported it missing. In April 2021, soon after the NIA took over the investigation, then assistant police inspector Sachin Waze, who was initially investigating the case, was arrested along with nine others, including Pradeep Sharma. According to the NIA, Sharma conspired with Waze and others to eliminate Hirin. The special NIA court had rejected Sharma's bail plea, hence he filed the present appeal. The Supreme Court Vacation Bench comprising Justice Aniruddha Bose and Justice Rajesh Bindal granted bail so that Sharma could meet with his ailing wife. The matter has been listed next for June 26th and Sharma has been directed to furnish a medical report disclosing the progress in the treatment of his wife on the next date. Stay tuned for more developments on the matter. The Bar Council of India has entered into a memorandum of understanding with Bar Council of England and Wales and Law Society of England and Wales for an exchange programme of lawyers and law students for training and learning amongst each other's jurisdiction. Under the MOU, the Bar Council of India has been authorized to recommend some young lawyers to the Bar Council of England and Wales to provide opportunities of training and learning at international law firms and in English law courts. And similarly, it provides for extending training facilities to the solicitors and barristers of England and Wales in India. Such trainees will not be allowed to practice in any form in India as the law is recommended by the BCI will have no right to practice in UK. The 90 days program shall be confined to training and learning only. In an unprecedented step, the Kerala High Court today took a virtual view of 56.77 hectares of land in Agali village. The division bench comprising Chief Justice S. V. Bhatti and Justice Basant Balaji, in a matter pertaining to encroachment of forest land in Agali village, had directed the parties to visit the forest site and give a virtual access to the same after identifying the location. The question which arose before the court in this case was as to whether a private forest stood vested in government by law or whether it ceased to be a forest land as such. The petition also seeks a direction to be issued to the respondents to take effective steps to prevent the breaking up of or clearing of the said forest land until the final disposal of the matter. The court has now posted the matter for further consideration on 12th of June. Stay tuned. And now coming to the Madras High Court, which today said that it will post the public interest litigation seeking translocation of the rogue elephant Arikomban to Kerala before the forest bench. A division bench comprising Justice R. Subramanian and Justice Victoria Gauri ordered the same on a public interest litigation filed by Rebecca Joseph, a native of Kerala. In her petition, Rebecca sought for a modification of a site to where Arikomban was being translocated. She sought for his translocation to the Tamil Nadu forest bordering the Mathiketan Shola National Park in Kerala, a place which the elephant was familiar with rather than an unknown location. The court today said that since a forest bench comprising of Justice N. Satish Kumar and Justice D. Bharat Chakravarti was dealing with a batch of cases relating to Western Ghats and other forest issues, it would be better if the bench heard this matter. In another update, a public interest litigation plea has been filed in the Patna High Court seeking an independent inquiry into the collapse of the under-construction four-lane bridge built over the Ganga River in Bihar's Bhagalpur, which collapsed on Sunday. The PIL plea seeks action against the construction company that is S.P. Singla company and to punish the guilty persons responsible for negligent and unaccountable work which led to huge loss of public money as well as inconvenience to the public. The plea also demands a direction to reconstruct the collapsed bridge immediately. On the other hand, as per media reports, the state government officials have claimed that the portions of the under-construction bridge were deliberately destroyed in a planned fashion under expert advice as it had design flaws. The Allahabad High Court has rejected the anticipatory bail plea filed by a Muslim scholar Maulana Sayed Husseini, who has been accused of issuing a fatwa to kill Wasim Rizvi who is the former Shia Bakf board chairman. Vasim Rizvi is now known as Jitendra Narayan Singh after he converted to Hindu religion, renouncing Islam. The bench of justice Subhash Vidyarthi rejected the bail plea of Maulana Hussaini, who allegedly gave a statement on a YouTube channel that it was desirable to kill Rizvi. The FIR in this case was lodged by Rizvi himself in March this year, alleging it was a conspiracy to kill him by inciting Muslims against him as he accepted the Sanatan Dharma. He also claimed that he had been receiving death threats since the issuance of the fatwa and after the video was uploaded on YouTube. Pursuant to this, Maulana Hosseini was booked under various sections of the IPC and the IT Act. Thereafter, seeking anticipatory bail in the case, he moved the High Court. However, the court has rejected his bail plea. Dismissing the petition of a husband against his wife, alleging cruelty and desertion, the Himachal Pradesh High Court has observed that no wife can be forced to live in a matrimonial home with husband keeping another lady with him. In the instant matter, the appellant husband and respondent wife had been living separately since 1995. The appellant had filed a petition for dissolution of marriage in the trial court on grounds of cruelty, which was dismissed and hence this appeal came to be filed. As for the husband, he had proved that the respondent had deserted him without there being any cause and despite efforts had not returned back. But one of the villagers had disposed and verified that husband had married another woman. This statement remained unchallenged. Thus, the court concluded that even if desertion had been cited as a reason for divorce, the wife had sufficient justification to live apart from her spouse. In view of the same, the bench dismissed the petition. The Madras High Court has observed that use of abusive language is not of such a serious nature so as to impose the capital punishment of dismissal from service. The bench of Justice S. Vidyanathan and Justice R. Kalai Mathi was dealing with the plea filed by S. Raja, who was secretary of the Hindustan Liver Limited Tea Works Welfare Union. Raja submitted that the disciplinary action was taken against him, claiming that he used abusive language against the executives and the manager and scolded the executive and also intimidated him by holding his shift collar. The court observed that while awarding punishment, the management has to take into account the gravity of the offence and the previous record of the workmen along with other circumstances. Lastly, the Rajasthan High Court has quashed a rape and POXO case against a 23-year-old man in view of the fact that the victim had never alleged that she was forcefully kidnapped by him. Justice Birendra Kumar said that no physical relation was made with the petitioner when she was a minor. The two were now married with a child and so continuance of criminal proceedings would be an abuse of the process of law. Hence, FIR and the entire criminal proceedings were quashed. Thank you. If you wish to know more details about the cases I mentioned here, you can visit our website at www.livelaw.in. Stay ahead with quick legal updates only on live law. Do not forget to like, share and subscribe and support us.